stick with a the theme and go to business news with Nona. Ko taku hoa e nāia ko Nona Peltier who joins me in the studio. Okay, Nona, we're talking about open banking. It's making its way here. Well, we've been waiting a long time for it, I'll say that. Um, so, we're going to have it middle of next year, and uh, that's going to be the four big banks. And it's also going to then roll out to others, so we can expect uh, Kiwi Bank in 2026, for example. But all of this is coming together in the absence of our consumer data right legislation, which has long been promised by the government. They say that they will be bringing it in. We haven't seen that yet. We don't know what that is exactly going to look like. But we do know that open banking will be first off the rank. So that's a good thing. But it's uh, consumer data right is something that you can use. what that is. So it's like when you want to wamble off to another bank and take your um, data and information and all the rest of it. It makes it really easy to share your data with a trusted third party, whether that's your banking data, in case of the consumer data, right, we're talking about open banking here, but it could be your power bills, it could be your telecom um, bills, it could be all sorts of insurance, for example, it could be any kind of uh, data that you that's yours that allows you to shop around for a better deal or to change up the services. So especially in open banking, this is going to be really important because increasingly we're seeing digital services and lots of different kind of fintechs out there. With the data right, you'll be able to more easily share that information. So for example, if you're shopping for a mortgage, well, you can just share that information with whomever you wish as long as it's a trusted third party, and then they can easily compare whether or not, you know, you meet their criteria. Yeah, because the argument is that's one of the biggest um, barriers to you doing that, looking for a better deal, and it's the way a bank, in this case, can keep you as a client because it's just too hard to go elsewhere. That's right. It it is too hard, and especially with uh, some of the credit legislation that we have in place, you know, you have to give a whole lot of information about what your spending habits are and so on. Well, if you could just easily share that data with whomever you wish, it'd be a whole lot easier for you. We're still waiting for that. This piece of um, uh, announcement, the open banking, is going to happen without the consumer data right protection in place on the assumption that it will eventually be, although the uh, uh, Payments New Zealand is unsure, well, has a fairly good idea, but hasn't seen the final draft of what that is actually going to look at look like. So the banks have just taken upon themselves to come up with something themselves. Forge ahead and set their own parameters. That's right. Well, it's you know, it's been a long time coming. Okay, let's talk about aged care operator, Avida. It's going to focus its efforts on developing premium care units. I mean, what's a premium care unit? People find um, retirement villages flipping and expensive anyway. Well, this is for aged care. So this is... So people are... Entering aged care, and that's different from a retirement village yep. where you can go and hang out with your mates or whatever. This is when you you've you can't live alone anymore. You need support. So aged care facilities provide that additional sort of nursing, could be uh, more advanced home care, that kind of thing. But people are getting older when they go into these uh, placements uh, because there's a lot more support in the in the community for people to live at home. So the interesting thing here is that. The standard aged care bed, which is what we kind of can occupy for 
whatever, next to nothing or whatever the government subsidy covers, isn't enough to create more beds. They're not actually going to be building them because they're not cost effective because the companies that are building these aged care units are for-profit organizations. So if you can't turn a profit on it, why would you be building it? So what they're doing instead is they're building these premium uh, care services, which they can charge more for, which makes it more well, profitable, and that's what's happening. And unless we see some change at, you know, the very basic level of taxpayer-funded support services for the development of aged care beds, we are not going to have them. Well, as people get older and retire or need help. And markets, no, no, on that cheery note. Oh, well, on that very cheery note, I can just tell you that the announcement by Arvita has definitely resonated with the market because the share price rose one, nearly 1%. The NZX top 50 index, though, it ended down nearly half a percent. Uh, 57 point drop to 11,879. And the Kiwi is a touch weaker, just a touch, though. It doesn't have a positive tone to it, that's for sure. 60.4 US cents, 92.7 Australian and 48.9 British pence. Thank you, Nona. Kakite. Nona Peltier there with Business News.